Coming right up, a special edition of Straight Talk, the Port of Long Beach, celebrating 100 years. Our guest tonight, Richard Stanky, Executive Director of the Port of Long Beach. Nick Schrammick, President of the Board of Harbor Commissioners, and Robert Cantor, Managing Director of Environmental Affairs and Planning, all on Straight Talk tonight. Opinions expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect the views of Charter Communications nor its sponsors. We recognize our obligation to present opposing points of view by responsible spokespersons. For information, please contact the Director of Program. She stands in the face of evil and will not lose hope or faith. America, the land of freedom, is still the home of the brave. So raise the Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. Hope you had a great holiday. This is one of our first shows of the new year. Uh, we're delighted to be focusing on the Port of Long Beach. Our first guest is Richard Stanky, the Executive Director of the Port of Long Beach. Welcome to Straight Talk. Great to be here. Just by way of background, Long Beach is the second largest port in North America and when combined with LA is the sixth largest port in in the world, 40% of all cargo entering the United States comes through the Long Beach LA complex, and Long Beach is the second busiest container port in North America. Quite an operation, Dick. Well, it is a big operation, and uh, we're, we're happy to be with the art in this new year, and happy to be talking about everything that's going to be going on in 2011. Now, this is your 100th anniversary of the Port of Long Beach. Difficult to believe you guys started back in 1911 with a bunch of lumber being delivered. That's correct. Uh, we, uh, uh, it should be a fun year uh, to be able to celebrate our centennial. As they say, you only do that once in a lifetime, so we're, we're looking forward to doing that. And, and uh, it's good to go back and take a look from humble beginnings to where we are now. But the leadership back in 1911 had, had a vision that, that a port would be a good thing to have. Absolutely. Uh, Charles Wyndham, who was the mayor at the time, uh, uh, saw the opportunity for job creation and economic development in the city of Long Beach. Uh, they opened the first uh, dock officially on June 24th. Uh, the first ship came in a few weeks before that, but uh, that was the beginning. And uh, uh, obviously uh, his dream has been fulfilled and, and the port is uh, 
a major powerhouse around the world, uh, and uh, it's something that we do want to celebrate. And there were many milestones, of course, in this 100 years. What are a few of the highlights? Well, if you go back and you look at the, the uh, history of the Port of Long Beach, you'll see that it, uh, it had uh, uh, the Navy as a part of its history, obviously a major part uh, uh, of the history. Uh, the Ford plant was in the, uh, the Navy property, the old Procter & Gamble plant. Yeah. Uh, uh, we've gone from the age of containerization now that has really transformed how goods are moved. So uh, it's something that uh, we look back on fondly and recognize how important uh, goods movement is to not only Southern California, but the rest of the world. And those businesses that you mentioned and others are gone, but the port endures. That's correct. And I think that's one of the things that, that we want to share with the community uh, here in Long Beach is that uh, we've been able to, to uh, uh, survive a lot of economic uh, changes over the course of the years. Uh, international trade and goods movement has, uh, has per, uh, pursued its, its course, and, and we're, we're happy that uh, we're such a, a large impact on the Long Beach community and, and economy. And the port is a major economic engine of not only Long Beach, but the whole Southern California region. It really is. When you look at the number of jobs that are created, uh, one in eight jobs in, in Long Beach alone, about 300,000 here in the region, that's just the port of Long Beach. And when you combine our neighbor, uh, you get some really, really significant numbers. And so it may not be your yourself, but your neighbor or somebody is associated with a, a job in, at the port of Long Beach. And there was a surprising rebound in cargo shipments uh, this past year, despite the recession. That was a, one of the really interesting things about 2010 and something we're looking forward to in 2011 is this sustained increase in cargo. We were up about 25% in 2010, wow. and not many people thought we would have been there. So uh, we were very pleasantly surprised with the, the rebound in cargo after a pretty dismal 2009. And it looks positive for 2011. It looks like those, uh, those uh, volumes will be sustained. They may not be as uh, large as 25% in 2011, but uh, from what we're hearing from Carrie, and the retailers that are coming through the port, uh, we'll see some growth in 2011 too. So it looks like we are on the rebound. And I know the port not only is an economic engine, but it's also very sensitive to the environment. And we'll be talking later in the show uh, with uh, Dr. Canner. But uh, give us a word about the green port philosophy of the port. Well, we really have transformed ourselves. We recognize that if we were going to grow and grow green, we had to do that in an environmentally responsible way. And, and Dr. Canner will talk about some of our successes in that area. But we see cargo continuing to grow. We don't want to impact this community. We've taken a number of measures that have mitigated the impacts of, of port growth on the, on the community. And we're very proud of that story as one of the world's leaders in, in the green port movement. And finally, the relationship with the city has been publicized quite a bit. Prop D was on the recent ballot, changing the formula for the annual contribution uh, of the port to the city. But some people uh, have a view that maybe the port should be doing more for the city, that they, they have intruded on the environment, uh, air and water, and, and the, po the to sum it up, you know, the port owes us. Uh, talk to the issue of what the port does for the city. Well, I think going back and looking back over the last hundred years uh, gives us a better appreciation for just what the Port of Long Beach uh, has done with the city as a partner. And I think we see ourselves as a as a business partner and a community partner. Uh, we helped uh, the the convention center expansion. We've helped uh, uh, 
acquire the property for the World Trade Center. We've uh, helped out on the aquarium debt. So there's a number of things over the course of many years where the the the, part, the port and the and the city have become uh, uh, real partners in the progress of of the city uh, overall. So uh, it's something that we want to continue to do to the extent that we can. Um, and uh, uh, where we have the ability to, to help contribute to the city's success, we will certainly continue to do that. And contributing 10% historically of the net profits, and now with Prop D, 5% of the annual revenues, has generated about $150 million uh, for the Thailand's Fund over the past years. That's correct. We started that transfer back in about 1995, and over the last uh, uh, several years, 15 years or so, uh, that's equated to about $170 million. Uh, in addition to those other things I mentioned in terms of the other support that we've provided for uh, the, the city as a, as a whole. Great. Well, the port has a website we'll be putting up in a moment, but you're inviting viewers to uh, share their recollections and photos of the port over many years. That's right. Uh, if you go to www.polb dot com forward slash 100 years uh, you can you can share your information uh, post pictures uh, uh, memories about what uh, you remember as a citizen of Long Beach uh, uh, about the, the the rich history of the Port of Long Beach okay the uh, websites coming up now please do share your memories and in the next segment we'll be joined by the president of the Board of Harbor Commission Commissioners uh, Nick Schrammick Electricity is different from any other product we use. We can't store it. We must use it wisely, but can't do without it completely. And there's no substitute for this special form of energy that brings us light, comfort, and progress. That's why California needs new standards that can keep utilities strong, guard against another power crisis, and protect consumers from the kind of shortages that often affect other commodities. Because electricity is different. to care about economics is easier than you think. You just need to find a connection. Like how the Port of Long Beach supports one in eight jobs in our city alone. And how the port's commitment to going green is creating even more new jobs. So the Port of Long Beach? Cool. My no texting in class policy? Not so cool. The Port of Long Beach. Investing in jobs. Investing in you. The facts are in. California State University Long Beach is among the nation's finest universities. For the fourth consecutive year, the campus ranked in the top five public comprehensive universities in the Western United States. In 2007, Cal State Long Beach was named the third best value among all American public colleges and universities. Through superior teaching, research, and community service, Cal State Long Beach is changing lives for a changing world. As your business searches for smart ways to save, don't forget about the one that's right in front of you. Switch to the Charter Business Bundle and you can save big without sacrificing a thing. Get reliable business telephone and high-speed internet with local support and great features. Power your business with great savings starting today. It's easy to pay less and get more. Call now and make a switch to the Charter Business Bundle. We are back as we continue this special edition of Straight Talk focused on the Port of Long Beach, joined now by the president of the Board of Harbor Commissioners, Nick Schrammick. And Nick, welcome to our show. 
Thank you, Art. And I'd also like to thank you for inviting us, especially at this special time with our celebration for our centennial coming up. You bet. Uh, Nick, you are uh, the head of the board. You're the president. And uh, uh, we heard earlier what an incredible economic engine this port really is. Well, first of all, I'd like to say, if, for me, you know, my background, it's really an honor being leading the Harbor Commission at this time because of all the things going on and, and the importance of all the, the things that we're doing with trade, with jobs, with the economy, with the environment. So, uh, yeah, over the past hundred years, it's fun to look back past hundred years and what we were really established to do with jobs and the economy. And, and to see where we are today, we have uh, upheld what we have, uh, what we were started to do and what we're uh, continuing doing. And we're looking to the future. As a Harbor Commissioner, what we do is we set the policy and we oversee the operations of the port. Uh, the policy, if you look back 100 years to where we are today, it keeps changing, and it should change because we have to look out 10, 20, 50 years from now. So policy that we set today, which means uh, uh, building new infrastructure and where we go with that, what we do with the, with the terminals, what we do with the different piers to, to help the economy, to help jobs, to help the city is very, very important, and also balance it with the environment. And you are embarking on a major capital improvement program now. Actually, we're embarking on a couple. Mill Harbor is going to be huge. It'll have thousands of jobs um, during construction for the next five to ten years. The bridge, that's going to be a, a real big one. The Gerald De the replacing the Gerald Desmond yes, Bridge. Exactly. It's going to have thousands of construction jobs, engineering jobs, you know, excellent jobs over the next about five years. And I read somewhere that it's one of the largest single capital projects ongoing in the state. Yeah, it's it's nearly a billion dollars. For a bridge. For a bridge. One hell of a bridge. <laughs> it's a big bridge, and, uh, <laughs> well, but one that's necessary. To but you need it for the larger container ships to go underneath. Right, and I don't think anybody could have imagined when it was built in 1968 that uh, we were going to have the amount of international traffic that's going over that bridge. About 15% of the nation's cargo goes over that bridge. So it's kind of a good problem that caused the need to replace the bridge, this increase in traffic and the growth of the size of the ships. Right, and even though about 70% of it is passenger traffic, uh, passenger cars, uh, we still need the wider lanes, we need uh, uh, to have that bridge heightened. So it's, uh, it's a key project, and like Chris, yeah. uh, Commissioner Ceramic said, it's going to create uh, about 4,000 jobs yeah. a year for but the next five years. But it's years. also getting dangerous. There's cement falling off, we have yeah. nets at the bottom, we, we uh, lovingly called diapers. Yes. Uh, and, and so it really needs to be replaced. It's outworn its useful life. Nick, let me turn back to a question I asked uh, uh, Dick in the first segment about the role vis-a-vis -vis of the port vis-a-vis -vis the city. Uh, uh, just articulate your understanding of what the proper role of the port is vis-a-vis -vis the city of Long Beach as far as financial support. Yeah. Well, we are part of the city, okay? We have always supported the city. But I think you need to step back and really look. We are a trustee for the state, the port is. So anything we do, we have to keep in the back of our minds. Uh, we have to actually make sure that it's for the benefit of all the people in this state, not just the city of Long Beach. But, you know, with, after saying that, now we are part of the city of Long Beach. We have supported the city of Long Beach in every way we can uh, through a number of projects. 
I think the numbers are somewhere in the seven to eight hundred million dollars yeah. that have gone to the city in different forms through Dick's already talked about the Thailand's transfer and the convention center, other and your primary obligation, of course, is is running the port and and creating the funds necessary to uh, be able to float bonds at at a reasonable interest rate yeah. for or for these capital improvements that need to be made. Yeah. Well, that's that's the the part we have to be very careful with because any new project we're doing now, we're going to have to bond money. We're going to have to borrow money, and the interest rate is very important to us, and so. Uh, the more you transfer out, the more money we have to um, to borrow. generate and borrow. So uh, you know, it's a, it's a balancing we have to be, act. We have, it's a very it's a balancing act that we have to be very careful with. Nick, we're coming to the end of the segment, but you're a local boy made good. You went to local <laughs> schools, Poly, Long Beach State, and uh, you've been a longtime resident of the community. Uh, what uh, what does this centennial mean to you? Personally, uh, as well, a longtime resident, like like you said, I've ra been raised my whole life in this city. Uh, I love the city. I've known, you know, through my neighbors, through my community, I've seen the impact of the port uh, from a good standpoint, the economy, the jobs. But I've also seen some of the negative things that have happened, and that's and in fact, about 15 years ago, I you were actually, on the other side. I was on the other side, fighting a project that would impact our neighborhood in. You know, because I felt that it was going to really have a detrimental. So you effect. must be very pleased to see the port adopt this green port philosophy and and, and be on be on, on the other side now. Well, absolutely, I'm a leader. I know we need to do infrastructure and we yeah. need to continue because it's economy and jobs. But we have to to grow green. We have to really be environmentally friendly. We have to do everything as close. And you, I think it's true that the port is known throughout the world as a leader in environmental sensitivity. Well, I think that's what I'm most proud about, is we are environmental steward for yeah. uh, known around the world. So people you're leading the charge. Us, people others, come to us yeah. asking how to do some of the things that we do. And when you travel around the world, you get questions about what are you guys doing and all, what can we learn? And all the time. We even sign MOAs, MOUs, with, with yeah. different ports from around the world so we can transfer some of our technology. Well, thank you for joining us. We're going to say goodbye now. and will be joined by uh, Dr. Canner in a moment, but thank you for all your work on behalf of the Thank you for city. having us, Art. Okay. We'll be back with more Straight Talk after these messages. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Bill Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. 
I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Bellflower, Long Beach. People need a hero. They need something they can believe in. That's where Dog the Water Copper comes in. Oh, no! All right, you little trail sniffer. I've been watching you take a shower for the past 40 minutes. Think of all that water you're wasting. Well, I mean, that's really weird, dog. I'm totally naked right now. Welcome back. We're joined now by one of the recognized authorities throughout the world in environmental planning, Dr. Robert Kanner. Uh, Dr. Bob, welcome to our show. Thank you, Art. Thanks for having me. Tell us about the Green Port what this port is doing and your role in it. Well, the Green Port policy adopted about five years ago is one of our you know, key programs. Um, it was a major elevation. We were always a good environmental steward and we wanted to really take it to new heights as we look forward to a continued growth. And so it was a, a commitment by our board and by the staff to, to live green, sustainable practices. And more importantly, it's a promise to our community to make sure that we make our lives all pleasant while still supporting international trade. So really walking the walk. Walking the walk, absolutely. And there have been some major accomplishments to date and much in the future. Absolutely. The, the Greenport policy embraces water, air, wildlife, and all of those areas we have improvement. But our, I think our most challenging program that we have initiated is in air quality. And we rolled that right out immediately after the Greenport policy with our Clean Trucks program. Uh, which reduced air uh, pollution by about 80 percent, uh, just incredible, about two years ahead of our anticipated schedule, which was great. Slowing vessels down, uh, burning less fuel, therefore putting out less air pollution, a lot of other measures, and using technology to help us. So technology has been a real aid for looking forward. And Dick, we heard earlier uh, how there is projected substantial growth in the port in the years to come. But how do we measure success? Is, is, at the end of the day, despite this increase in traffic and increase in cargo and increase in trucks, there still will be less air, uh, better air quality than from the base year? And I think that's the real measure art of, of a successful port, is whether you can grow cargo, increase jobs, uh, and do it in a way that reduces uh, and mitigates the uh, environmental imprint that you have on that community. And that's what Dr. Canner and his staff and, and really the whole Port of Long Beach have been able to do. We're models around the world. Uh, you look at Seattle, New York, uh, they're all rolling out programs now. We've had them in place two, three, four years, and they're really modeled after our success. And you both travel around the world and are recognized as experts, and they're asking you about this stuff. Yeah, and we're, we're proud to do that. As, as Commissioner Shramick said in the previous segment, uh, we've signed memorandums of under, uh, understanding with other ports around the world where we can share best environmental practices. Dr. Kanner speaks to these ports. He speaks at international forums to say, this is what we've done. Uh, you know, it takes a lot of persistence, but uh, we're very proud of those accomplishments, and, uh, and they're well, recognized. Bob, it's one thing to take a, a given static model and reduce pollution, but it's another thing, quite another thing, to take a model that's growing in size and still get a net reduction from the base year. 
Absolutely, and and that's been our goal. We've we've looked at at setting that with the idea that we have known technologies. And so we've got what I would say is a conservative goal, and we've been able to actually exceed where we thought we would be already. So we're hoping that technology will help us even get better results into the future, reducing health risks by 85% by uh, 2023, for instance. That's our goal uh, coming up. And you do metrics each year measuring where you are. That's important. That transparency in reporting is a, makes us accountable. We're showing the public exactly what our numbers are and how we're doing. So that our report cards are right out there for everyone to see and to make sure that we are truly doing walking the walk. And among the contributions to that are using cleaner, low sulfur fuels in cargo ships coming in, uh, cold ironing, cold ironing uh, plugging ships, plugging into, ships into the electricity, and, uh, uh, and technological advances. Absolutely, and we're promoting, we're testing a lot of new technologies in our port, in, an, in a port environment to see if they work. And if they do, we're in integrating them into operations. Bob, we have a minute left in the segment. What do you want to say to the viewers about uh, <laughs> the environment? Well, watch us. We're going to continue to make an amazing strides in, in keeping this environment clean and still bringing the cargo in and creating the jobs and the economic benefits that the port is known for. So environmental sensitivity and economic growth can both go together. They are, They're not, not, necessarily, they are not mutually exclusive. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, we will be back with the remaining portions of our show after these messages. Stay with us. Welcome to McKenna's on the Bay, where fine dining is complemented with a breathtaking view. McKenna's is a restaurant of incredible ambiance, providing service and cuisine with style, class, and romance. The menu offers a variety of appetizers, serious seafood, prime steaks, and oyster bar, and specialty entrees for either lunch or dinner. McKenna's on the Bay features patio dining, nightly entertainment, and two banquet facilities. No matter what your occasion, McKenna's on the Bay is like being on vacation. Join us today at McKenna's on the Bay. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. who are closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. How do you like your chances the rest of the week? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. I feel we are very fortunate to have a world-class port 
uh, here in our community with the economic contributions that we have talked about uh, on this special. Port of Long Beach has been voted the best seaport in North America 15 out of the 16 years that the award has existed. And want to thank you guys again for coming and sharing uh, your expertise on our show and, and wish you well. And, and, and your commitment to the environment is, uh, is one that's very meaningful to our community. So, Dr. Bob, thank you for being our guest. And, and Dick, thank you so much for the work you do in the community and for joining us tonight. Thanks, Art. Okay. And thank you at home for watching us. And please join us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison and the Press-Telegram. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.